Blog Talk Radio. Reality Radio Entertainment presents Behind the Curtain with your host, Kathy Barrett. Welcome to Behind the Curtain, a show about life and how we travel down the not-so-yellow brick road of it. I'm Kathy Barrett, and I hope you'll stay tuned for the next 30 minutes as I reveal what's behind the curtain. Like seeing a painting or a photograph that moves you, I hope that in each show you will see a reflection of yourself in our guests and their stories, and that the information that's provided here will support and inspire you as you travel down your own path in life. So, hey, welcome to the program. Today's show is Lost, Innocence, Found, and our special guest is award-winning writer and director, Sanity Q, who is on loan to us from the Philippines. He's presently in Los Angeles at an industry conference, and we are very, very fortunate to have him on the program today. He is one busy man and in great demand. Before I bring Sanity on to the program, I just want to say that I'm Kari Williams of InvestigatingLife.com. We'll be here later on in the show, so be sure sure to stay with us because this is the last and final installment of instructions for all of you participating in the Redesign Your Life contest. You should also check in at the show's website at www.gobehindthecurtain.com to review the information and the requirements of the contest before you forward your application and photos into the program for judging. As I mentioned, the winner will be getting a private session with Umkari, who will co-design a plan with you for whatever aspect of your life you wish to redesign. So today's show, Lost, Innocence, Found, with award-winning writer-director of television and film, Sanity Q. Sanity has always been a visionary. He was the valid Victorian at San Sebastian College. He has a BA in communications with a major in film that he received from the University of the Philippines. And his graduate studies in screenwriting took place on a scholarship at Ohio University. Since 1990, Sanity has been the head writer for many, many, many of the Philippines' top-rated television shows. He has written several nominated and award-winning features at the Palm Beach International Film Festival in 2010. He won Screenwriter of the Year for the film In My Life. Uh, Sanity made his directorial debut with Dose, a controversial film about child abuse. Sanity, welcome to the program, and thanks so much for being with us today. Hello, Kathy. What a wonderful introduction. That was long. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, someone of your caliber. I mean, I must, you know, speak in great detail about someone of such great talent, my love. Most appreciated. Yes. Really, thanks for being here. But what is the appropriate greeting to all of my new friends who are going to be turning in from the Philippines? What? How would I say? Give them a shout out, as they say. Oh, um. Here's the, um, I don't know, <laughs> the child at heart, the What's always the... child at heart, Sanity Q. And um, actually the film, uh, my directorial um, debut is actually called, uh, it's a Spanish word, it says, it's, it's Doce. Oh, Doce. Okay. Yeah, Doce, it's 12 in um, in Spanish and also in, in, in our language, Tagalog, Filipino language. Yeah, yeah it's the age of the child when, when the thing happens. 
Got it. Got it. Well, we're we're going to get to that in a second. I have a whole segment. I really want to get into detail about that. No problem. So tell us a little bit about the, you know, where you grew up in the Philippines and and uh, what that was like. Um, I grew up in a war-torn um, city called Zamboanga, mm-hmm. and um, where I was born, which is further south, it's a small little tiny island, it's a dot on the Philippine map called Shasi Sulu, uh, where Chinese and Muslim families, you know, lived together and um, in a very small island. And my first five years, I didn't see any television or newspapers it was just, you know, a simple uh, childhood, you know, always being teased by my three elder brothers. So I would always run after them <laughs> because they always gang up on me. <laughs> That's tough to have three older brothers as well, isn't it? I you know? know, yeah, yeah, definitely. But, you know, in a way, because I remember, you know, now, I mean, now kids, you know, they're getting laptops at like coming out as they're coming out of the womb, they're mm-hmm. handed their first iPad. Years ago, it really was wonderful to be able to use your imagination when all of this exterior stuff wasn't there for us. I mean, we mm-hmm. we use we really relied on our imaginations to play and to occupy ourselves growing up. Mm-hmm. That's true. That's true. And that was our childhood, I guess. Um, we didn't really rely on computers or phones for uh, to entertain ourselves, but, you know, kind of like a make-believe for, um, like, toys that you play with. Um, in my case, they were paper dolls. <laughs> 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 you know, you dress up and make stories about, you know, your little, you know, little figure, toy figure. You know, it would be, you know, guns for my brothers and... Uh, and I would play with the paper dolls of my eldest sisters. <laughs> and how did secret. that <laughs> in secret? And how did that? I was going to say, how did that go over in the Philippines? <laughs> oh, I, I, I don't know. It's, I, it was natural for me. Um, yeah. yeah. So it would, um, and we would have we 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 have a radio though. I think, as far as I remember, or um, um, what I would remember is a phonograph, like uh-huh. uh, you know the. Uh, the long playing albums. Right. So uh, I think my dad brought that from a bigger city and uh, brought that in. Because, and I remember, you know, dancing to that on top of a chair to some music, and I would fall on the chair and have a broken bone. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so I guess it was. Yeah, imagination. <laughs> you would really use your imagination then. No computers, no games, no, right. not much of anything. Right. And I, usually, children children grew up together. I mean, we would play with whatever we have, you know. Mm-hmm. And then just having that many siblings, you have an immediate group to play with, which is kind of great as well. Yeah. yeah so what drew you into writing and making films? Um, what I would remember about my childhood was uh, the time when... Uh, my 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 three brothers, the other brothers were teasing me, and um, I don't know what happened, but we ended up. I think they went inside the movie theater to hide, and I went and followed them, and I saw this uh, huge, you know, pictures, moving pictures, and I was amazed by that. And I think uh, I think that started it all. I mean, I didn't know then what what they were. I mean, it, I know it was some you know movie theater, but I didn't know that you know. It was just a, an amazing image for me that just, you know, last, lasted to this day. 
Wow. And I think it just started, you know, my relationship with the movies. With the movies. Well, yeah. I consider you to be almost more of a New Yorker than myself in many ways. We met <laughs> years ago, right, when you were living yeah. here in the city and uh, you worked, you've worked for Fine Line uh, Films and then with me at Miramax and Paramount for a while. And then you moved back to the Philippines and you become a big star. Well, first of all, congratulations. But that oh, was kind you. of like, you know, your career was, you know, moving in a very steady direction here. It took a lot of courage to say, you know what, I'm going to go back and uh, pursue my writing career. So talk a little bit about that. What what kind, what were you feeling? Why did you make that choice to go home? And then what happened when you did? Um, well, I, I think I I took care of my um, my passion for travel first. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, in, in trying to learn about people, and, and I always wanted to live in New York, and I worked as a flight attendant for many, many years, <laughs> I think 18 years. And, um, you know, I would go home to the Philippines and meet my friends who are um, in the entertainment industry, and I would be envious, you know. They would be envious of my travels, but I'm envious of what they uh, are able to achieve. And so at one point, um, you know, I think it started with 9-11. You uh, just kind of uh, think about your life and where, you, where, it's, where it's going. And um, I think I just got tired of, you know, asking for people what they want to drink or what they want to eat <laughs> and just being on the airplane, you know, like you fly, but you're really going uh, nowhere. Mm. So I think that's, that's just, and then in 2009 that just happened and something just pushed me to go back and, um, and resign from my flying job and um, <clears throat> just pursue my writing 100%. Mm-hmm. And we're so glad you did. Uh, in 2003, you co-wrote a very, very sweet film, which I had the pleasure of seeing, called Small Voices. And it was also an Oscar entry for Best Foreign Language Film and was distributed throughout the United States, uh, which was a first for a Filipino film. So what was that experience like for you? Um, yeah, in, you know, during my flying career, I managed to co-write a film um, called Small Voices. Um it just it talks about you know my passion. It it, it, it talks about you know children and the, you know dismal uh, state of public school education in the Philippines. And um, and uh, we were just so glad that it got noticed and it got chosen to be the Philippine Foreign Language Oscar entry that year. Um, and it was it was an amazing experience because. Um, uh, it went to you know many different festivals and you get to meet a lot of people who are very passionate about their writing about their filmmaking and that just really that started me off but um you know years after that you know because it did not make any money in the philippines mm-hmm. um it was an independent feature nobody wants to see a film about public edu- public school education uh, it kind of discouraged me, so I did not resign from my flying job then. It took mm-hmm. me another six years before mm-hmm. I finally really took the courage. Uh, it also took landmark education to, <laughs> <laughs> to finally push me and say, you know, this is what you're not made to be. You're not going to be a flight attendant forever. You have to do what God has given you, um, mm-hmm. the talent that God has given you. So um, just kind of, you know, pursue that. It took six years between 2003 and 2009 to finally to say, "Hey, I want my life back, you know, and I want I want to to be who I am supposed to be." 
in this world. So That's really powerful. And let me just explain to the listeners who may not know Landmark Education is a they have a weekend program called the Forum, and uh, and that's what Sanity was referring to. I mean, they have many, many other uh, courses there. It's a very intensive weekend, and uh, I've taken it as did Sanity and many other people. And it it really is a wonderful way to you know concentrate on what you need to concentrate and help you take the next step in uh, moving your life and career forward. So that's what he's referring to there. We're going to pause for a moment, but we'll be right back with writer director. Q. But first, it's contest time. Here is Amkari Williams of InvestigatingLife.com with the third and final installment of instructions for the Behind the Curtain Redesign Your Life contest. Hi, everyone. So here we are at week three. You've gotten this far, and this is the fun week. This is the Free Your Creative Genie week. This is the time when you get to play. You've cleaned the room, you've pitched all the things you didn't want, you've come up with your ideas, and now you get to put them out all over the space. If you feel like having artwork all over your walls, great. If you don't want anything on your walls, fantastic. Just maybe you'll finger paint on them or put polka dots on every single wall. Whatever you want to do, go for it. Play. This is the time to really explore the joy of innocence and childhood in the way that we created when we were small children. Go back to that. You can't make a mistake in this process. Anything you don't like, ah, so you change it later. It's all good. So I encourage you to dive in, have a great deal of fun with the process, and just let yourself go. So this is week three. At the end of this, you'll have a couple of weeks to finish it all up. So I'm going to say congratulations in advance for completing this process. And have a great time. Thank you, Amkari. Go to our website at gobehindthecurtain.com. There you will have the additional steps for week three that you should follow. Be sure that you complete the application online, send in your before and after pictures, and send in your package by June 20th. We will be announcing the winner on the June 26th show. And we're back with award-winning writer, director, Sanity Q. So let's talk about your directorial debut because this is a very personal film. It deals with a subject matter that's very, very tough, child abuse. The story is told through the child's perspective, and he's a lonely child dealing with absentee parents and siblings, and a gardener becomes his friend. So um, the film is about the loss of innocence, and it does present a very complex character portrait of the abuser uh, with a sympathetic tone, which the film received flack about. Now, I saw a copy, you let me screen a copy a while ago, and in my opinion, there was nothing, absolutely nothing graphic in the film version that I saw. It was very tastefully done and masterfully directed, I might add. Yet, the film received an X rating. I guess, was that in the Philippines? It was- um, yes, of uh- Philippines being uh, a very conservative Catholic country, um, yeah. you know, run by uh, bishops and cardinals and priests. <laughs> right. Uh, I mean, you wouldn't believe even, you know, distributing condoms is um, illegal in the Philippines. So that's where we're coming from. Um, this film was uh, got a grant from one of the um, um, biggest cable networks in the Philippines. They granted um, about five to eight films a year mm-hmm. for first-time directors. 
And, um, you know, I guess the, um, the selection committee was very um, um, progressive, and they thought that this is going to be something that will be uh, different and would be um, uh, a, a wake-up call for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And so um, I just wrote whatever I went through, <laughs> and uh, I think it's, it's and, and and I labeled it a personal film because um, I am not shy about it. Mm-hmm. I used to be, um, but the um, the the, the um, see, you you can you can see the trailer on YouTube. I mean, mm-hmm. it has over two million views. Mm-hmm. I think people are just uh, curious about. Um, the title that says X-rated <laughs> trailer, right, right, and um, and you would see the comments are just very. Um, I mean, you know, they go both extremes. They're very. Some people are very supportive because they went through the same thing, mm-hmm. and some people are very disgusted about it mm. and just curse me. Yeah. So uh, it is. Um, it brings out a lot of um, powerful emotions from, from people. Well, let me first congratulate and applaud you for your courage, for the stand that you are uh, fighting for children's rights and to really get this message out there. This is not easy topic for anyone, but I feel, and I will commit to this, I thought that you did it in such a responsible way. It's really, the message of the film to me was people pay attention. You know, there's parents out there, everybody's stressed everybody's running 24/7 and there are there is a sea of children that right now are so vulnerable to elements out there that are dangerous and so it was but it was done in a responsible way and it really talked about the conflicts that the child has as well as the abuser the friendship that develops i mean i thought it really portrayed the situation as true to life as it could possibly have done. And so I really applaud your courage um, to make a stand and get this film out. And it is something to be proud of, for sure. Thank you. And, and what, <laughs> I just wish more people could sure. see it. Well, too, you know what? Sometimes things are before, you know, they're ahead of their time. So it may very well just start to heat up now. You don't know. I mean, it's not over. That's the great thing about the Internet, because really nothing dies anymore. That's true. That's true. Any, anybody can uh, access everything now. So, uh, yeah, there is really a, a interest. I mean, people would send me messages on Facebook and, and ask where they can find the film um, or, you know, or where they can burn the film. <laughs> and uh, it was never uh, released on video. It was announced that it was going to be uh, released by the uh, cable network. Um, mm-hmm. But then... Um, you know, while the um, the the film, the theatrical uh, version of it, uh, was um, approved without cuts, mm-hmm. uh, um, with a rating of R18, uh, the video release was X-rated by another set of um, supportive centers in the Philippines um, because they said uh, children can have access to this. Oh, I see. Mm-hmm. So uh, the cable network said no. They, uh, we would have to, do, you know, we will not distribute this. I guess for mm-hmm. now, you know, they're just scared. Yeah. And and what was your wish for this film? I mean, what did you envision happening with it? Oh, that. Uh, hmm, 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 hmm. Um, 
that it, that it goes both ways, that um, um, children are vulnerable, as you said, mm-hmm. um, but uh, uh, it depends. I mean, it really is, um, if you, if nobody, um, oh, I'm getting emotional. <laughs> oh, that's, I, I mean, I, I'm sending you a virtual hug right now. I mean, I really like I said, applaud your courage and sensitivity and, you know, and all the emotions that are coming to the surface. And that's why this is so important for people to have a conversation about this. You know, pushing it down underneath the carpet is not going to accomplish anything. It's only going to endanger children more because people are not dealing with the the subject matter and it's not out in the open and being discussed and viewed. And, you know, I mean... That's true. That's true. Yeah, and the authorities would be would just you know are just not helping. I think so. Um, but it should it will be out there. I think I, I still believe that it's going to be you know what's kind of message, and uh, it will you know it will make people realize that um, children's innocence get lost or are lost because of. Uh, well, they're they're in this particular film. Right. I mean, he's he's alone and he is befriended by this person, which happens to, you know, in probably ninety nine point nine percent of the cases and they become good friends. And, you know, whether or not someone is a pedophile or, you know, wasn't intended, but goes in that direction. I mean, that was what I admired about the film so much, because it really was a very emotionally complicated situation for all the characters involved. And I really did think that you did a very masterful job in portraying it, and it was very thought-provoking. And it is a great film for people to see and discuss and to go into communities and have dialogue about this. So hopefully, you know, I am (laughs) developing a little audience with this show, and I hope to take it around the world. So when people tune into this, Tell them uh, the website uh, where they can go and and see the trailer for the film. Oh, um, it's on YouTube. So everybody has YouTube, and uh, just type in uh, Dose. That's uh, D as in David O, S as in Sierra, E as in Echo. So that's Dose or Twelve, and um, just put in Philippines and probably X-rated by the Philippine censors, and you'll you'll see it right there. I mean, you will see tons of comments in there. You will see the trailer and um, and get a glimpse of what the entire film looks like. And um, that's pretty much it. So hopefully they can uh, take a peek and judge for themselves for this, you know, based on the trailer now because no one, you know, it's not on torrent, it's not on anything. Right. And uh, we've been trying to, you know, keep that away because. Um, even American film festivals during that year in 2008 were afraid to program it mm-hmm. because they didn't want to deal with child abuse in their festivals. Yeah, it's it's a really difficult subject matter, then people don't want to discuss it. And the problem is, it has to be discussed and it has to be looked at. You know, in order exactly, I you know, know. For, in order to have it go away, you have to get it out <laughs> and open. You know, you can't keep making like it doesn't exist because it's it's not really solving anything. So hopefully we can stir up the pot today, Sanity, to start a little conversation about it. Who knows mm-hmm. how what ramifications this will have. The intentions are coming from a very pure place. And 
So therefore, good things will come from it. So I just uh, also want to say that, um, you know, because it was such a personal film, I mean, you you had this experience yourself. What advice would you give to parents out there about the dangers that are kind of lurking for their children? Um, to uh, ooh, use all their senses for their kids, especially touch. Mm-hmm. And to be there to them, you know, uh, to be there. Yep. To be present, no matter how busy we are, to be really knowing what's happening in their lives and what's happening with their emotions at all times. They are our future. And so... You said it. Right? Thank you. You said it. You just touch, listen, Mm -hmm. listen to them. Got it. Well, thank you for sharing that. So I'm going to move on to 2010 because you co-write a movie, In My Life, which wins three screenwriting awards and I think three or four Best Picture awards. So that must have been so gratifying after trying to swim against the current with film before that. And and now tell us about making that film and what that meant to receive all those awards and, and uh, be celebrated in such a way. Um, yeah, this this film is such a gift uh, for me because uh, after doing a, you know a few independent films that hardly anyone saw, <laughs> they're low budgeted films. Um, the the biggest um, film production company in the Philippines offered me to co-write a film, um, which is set in New York because they know that I just came from from New York and um, I could contribute to this film and. Um, <clears throat> And it's about a mother who visits her son in 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 New York and finds out that her son has a lover has a male lover, and how this um you know changes her um is 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 what the film is all about and um knowing you know I've told you about the Philippines they're not used to having um gay characters, especially main you know main gay characters in the film mm-hmm. um the couple was portrayed courageously by two very mainstream actors who've never played gay roles in their in their lives. Wow. Um it was a big risk. Um and it paid off because it, it made a lot of money and um it was the second highest crossing film for that year. And um and it's it's really about acceptance and also about a mother and son and uh and it was it was powerful to a lot of people because it was it was a breakthrough in terms of um in terms of the theme mm-hmm. you are really groundbreaking in so many different areas i mean, I love that you write from your heart and your personal experience and and look at how you're paving the way i mean that's what I think is so extraordinary, especially in the Philippines for what you've done uh, yeah, I know <laughs> thank you. Yeah, no. But, uh, yeah, I am. I am the rebel there. I just, you know, they know that you know if they want something just, <laughs> um, you know, edgy and mm-hmm. uh, something different, they know that you know I would be somebody to to hire or to write something for them. And mm-hmm. uh, you know, I'm pretty thankful because that's who I am. Really, I just I, I want to break barriers. And you do, and you continue. Uh, too and and what's next for you? 
Oh, what's next for me? Uh, I am actually um, in the middle of two two films that are independent, but mm-hmm. they are um, one of them is um, a family horror film because in uh, the Philippines, a lot of um, well, I have a few friends who. Uh, oh, this is another emotional one. <laughs> Oh, I just take a breath. Don't worry. Don't worry. It's not about homosexuality. <laughs> <laughs> but it's about a family of, of, of siblings who mm-hmm. uh, um, who has a mother who is in, uh, comatose. Mm-hmm. And because, because of economic reasons. It's okay. It's they okay. have to pull the plug on her. Mm. Oh, wow. That's really hard. Wow. I can't even imagine, you know, being in that position and having to make a choice like that in life. That's yeah, it is, it is, and and, um, and uh, you know, and then and she comes back to haunt them. Oh wow! And any any parts in any of these films so that, for me? That makes it a- Family horror. Show. <laughs> I can make it a comedy. <laughs> I do a comedy horror show though in the Philippines, so I'm not that serious. <laughs> okay, okay, I know. I know you're a very funny guy. I, we've had a lot of laughs together. I keep saying, Sanity, any roles for me? Any? <laughs> I know soon. <laughs> I can think soon. Oh. Well, listen. But, it's, yeah. I, I mean, it sounds like you're doing great work, and I'm so proud to know you. I'm so honored to have you on this program. You're a trailblazer. You always have been. You always will be. You're such a gift and contribution to the world for the work that you do, and I'm so grateful that you're standing in your power and doing it. And it's it's been so wonderful to have you on the program today, and I thank you for sharing your, Very much. Oh, my pleasure. And thanks for sharing your life and your experiences with us. You help so many people by talking about the subject of pedophilia and child abuse. Your display of courage and openness is a gift really to, to all of us, but especially to the parents and the children out there. Keep your children close to you, and regardless of what you have going on in your life, pay attention to what's going on in their lives. Next week, we have Dr. Susan Campbell, and she will be here to discuss her new book about intimacy. We will also be taking questions, so be sure to tune in for excellent advice from Dr. Susan Campbell. Thanks for taking this journey with me. This is Kathy Barrett and Sanity Q, sending you a virtual hug from behind the curtain. I'll be back next week, and I hope you'll tune in. Peace, everybody. 